Okay. I, you're probably supposed to be able to see me, but girlfriend, I was not anticipating such. <laughs> hey, that's okay. This that's that's all right with me. Um, would it make you comfortable if I'm not on video? Here, we'll do this. Is that better? Oh no, you are all good. I would love to see you. You look great. <laughs> I, I may have to get my baby here in a minute. He's I hear him whining. Oh, ready, ready to breastfeed. Yeah, that's part of this. That is part of this. Um, I'm always at home. I work at home. My husband works at home. Yeah. My son, I do not send him to daycare. I'm like, I, there are days I think about it. I'll tell you that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he's here a lot. And, yeah. um, but I like, I like it this way. I like, you know, having like our environment. And if he needs to come in while I'm working or like talking with a client or anything like that, he can just walk up. I mean, come on in and nurse and send him on his way type thing. But Sierra, it's so good to have you. Yeah, for sure. It was a cool little thingamajig that happened. I was like, oh, wait, she needs podcast guests and I like to talk shit. So this is the place for me. (laughs) Yeah, everybody loves the title of the podcast and it kills me because I'm just like, I'm like, what? I thought it may piss a lot of people off and it wound Mm -hmm. up, it wound up being like a huge part of my marketing. People love the title. And so I'm here. I'm here to disrupt some things. Um, I'm quite disruptive. Yeah. I, I curse a good bit. I am a shit talker. For sure. <laughs> but uh, I would love for you to introduce yourself and then, you know, tell a little bit about who you are and what you do. I know we're going to talk, talk a bunch of shit, but if you will just start, you know, who, who are you? What do you do? Where in the world are you? Who am I? Let's get philosophical. My name is Sierra Renee. I am a digital marketer by nature. I'm a digital girl in a digital world. Hence the current agency that I am running. It is a digital marketing agency. I want to say it's a full suite because we offer branding services, web design, graphic design, anything that you can pretty much think of involving, you know, online, we have a service aligning. So um, I've been doing this since I was about 17 or 18. And so it's been a good minute of learning the trade and understanding how to talk to my ideal audience and my clients ideal audiences so it's been a lot of work put in to get here but um, that is pretty much what I do in a nutshell Um, I help business owners take their ideas from their brains you know to their computer screen (laughs) my team and I very cool can you hear me okay still yeah okay I surely can. Good, good, good. Because I like pulled the webcam out, and I didn't want it to to fuck anything up. <laughs> so, Let's hope not. No technical difficulties. <laughs> well, as long as you can hear me, it should be good. We should be fine. Okay. Um. Gotcha. Yeah. So I was looking over things that you like to talk about. Hmm. So what you want to talk about? I was really hoping that you would have some shit that you just, you, I hope you, 
looked at the topics and you were like, holy shit, I want to talk about this thing. Um, <laughs> let me, oh, I love cannabis. We can talk about cannabis all day long. Let's talk about your experience with cannabis. How do you feel about cannabis? That's the one. That's the one I, I was hoping that you were going to bring up. So we, <laughs> we, we talked to, I know we talked about it a little bit like in, in Facebook. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, but I didn't know if we had like decided on that yet. So yeah. yeah. So cannabis, I am pro cannabis. I have, mm-hmm. I, um, I, I've always, I was taught as a young person that it was a good thing. Um, yeah. I grew up with family who had a lot of ailments. And then also in my young adult years, like I've known people who have had terminal illnesses and things of that mm-hmm. nature, but also just, you know, friends like with anxiety and myself included anxiety, depression, and just some, some things that we didn't necessarily choose to be born with, but we have. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm all for it. And mm-hmm. I do have to say that here in Mississippi, it's not legal yet. So whenever mm-hmm. it comes to medicinal, like, you know, of course, Mississippi is like one of the last to do most things. Yeah. <laughs> not, very, <laughs> not very fucking open-minded here, but I think, it's, I think it's going to change. I'm optimistic. Yeah. Um, we don't have access to it um, medically or anything like that. So for sure. I will say that, but damn, I know, right? I I cannot wait because I there's such a stigma. There's such a stigma. So like, there's right. not there's not much I can do at the moment. I feel mm-hmm. to raise awareness is like outside of you know petitioning and stuff like that. Like, I'm not one of those moms who, mm-hmm. if I wanted to like ever light up, can do that right now because I have people call the cops. Yeah, on. like try to take my babies and stuff, and so. Right. Whenever you mentioned this, you were, I was really excited about it just because I feel there's such a stigma around cannabis in general, mm-hmm. marijuana, whatever you want to call it, weed, whatever. It's like people call it so many different things. Grass, gas, <laughs> all of the things. I don't even know all that. I don't even know all that. <laughs> That's all new to me. Like I had three words. We got to do a weed 101. <laughs> But when we were talking and I did look at the topics, I just wanted to see yeah. if, if you had something that you specifically felt passionate about and felt like we should talk about. But you had a really interesting like perspective. You were talking about normalizing it like yeah. the workplace, right? Mm-hmm. Or like mm-hmm. professional. Yeah. For sure. That's a big deal. Yeah. I'd love to hear about that. Like, Yeah. So for me, a huge part of my story has a lot to do with the adversity that I've experienced. So I've seen personally combat that and create Hey, do you have a pretty solid internet connection? Yes. Okay, hold on one second. I'm going to move around. It's like stalling a lot. No. All right, are we good? Can you hear me? 
Yeah, no, I can hear you. I want to make sure that. Awesome. So, unfortunately, I didn't hear much of that, but that's the beautiful thing about podcasts. I can go back and edit. <laughs> so, for sure. But, um, so let's go back. I was asking you about, you know, your stance on just cannabis, and I was interested in hearing your perspective and, um, I guess, knowledge around the whole, you know, I guess, what is it? How, how did you word it? Like marijuana or cannabis in the workplace and stuff like that? Yeah. Cannabis in the workplace. Um, as I said before, I do come from an underprivileged background. I'm from California. So a lot of important people in my life have been affected by the stigma surrounding marijuana And I think that the forthcoming generations can combat that and create a change by cultivating workplaces that actually stand to hold space for the usage and the benefits and the actual medicinal purposes of marijuana. Not to say we can't enjoy it recreationally, but I think that there will be a trend of newer companies and startups that kind of separate marijuana as this evil thing that kind of oddly affects your work productivity and such. I mean, it can in some aspects, but it's about the plant itself and how your body, I want to say mixes with the chem, you know, so it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. And I just, I think that we can really make a change there. So that's what we're passionate about over at my agency. If you guys smoke weed, you guys can still come through, get some cash. <laughs> come join our team. I think that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So, huh. That's very interesting. I, I what comes to mind is just you know, we mentioned it already once before, and that's just the stigma. Hello, little baby. Yeah, you hear him. <laughs> Welcome. Yes. Um, oh, hold on. I'll turn on the camera for you just for a second. He's so cute. Too cute. Get off. Let's see. There you are. He's He's got to hear the innovative conversation. He's here for it. Hello, baby. There he is. Hello. You ready to change the future? <laughs> Look at him. Little thing. Oh, so oh goodness. Oh, okay. Happy baby. He's he really is. He is a happy baby. Um I love that. That means you're a good mom. Oh, I hope so. Oh, happy sure. baby. I'm like, I try. I definitely do try. Some days right. they, some days they make you wonder, do you have any kids? No, no kids, but I'm the oldest of, of four girls. All girls? Yeah, all girls, no boys. <laughs> so on a, in our family, so my husband had three kids before we met. Um, and mm-hmm. I, have, I have a girl who is nine. And okay. we had a boy together, like to round it all off, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> But it's, I mean, <laughs> shit, all boys, one girl. My poor daughter is so overwhelmed because I'm a very, Damn. and then it doesn't help that I'm a very, I guess, masculine female either. So the poor thing is like trying to yeah. navigate it all with her hormones and it's just terrible. 
but yeah. it's a lot. You're dropping them off for soccer and she wants to do ballet. So <laughs> thankfully, and I say this That's tough. Well, it so why are you growling at me? Don't growl at me. But she's very she's a big tomboy as well. Oh, okay. And so but she has those moments where she like just wants to be super feminine and like get her nails done. Or, so I try to facilitate that and understand it because I'm not the most, like I'm getting into stuff like that. Can you quit growling at me? Yeah. But um, yeah, my kid growls. Does any, I don't know if anybody, <laughs> I would love to actually get a message from someone listening saying that their kid growls too, because mine sounds weird as shit when he does it. We need a poll that asks, does your kid growl at random moments in the day? I don't know. Just look at me and be like, mostly, <laughs> mostly when he gets excited, it's pretty cute. But but it makes other people, like when we're out, they like look at him like he's some kind of little demon child. And I'm like, I swear, his head does not turn like circles. Swear. <laughs> <laughs> he's an angel, I promise. I swear on it. Oh, his, his too cute. Yeah, say hi. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. Yeah. But whenever it comes down, yeah, yeah I hear you. She hears you too. When it comes down, yeah. like it's still like I don't know. I worry. I like as a mom, it's it's kind of tough to like talk about this kind of stuff like they're not quite to the age you know like we have one who is um my it's my husband's son but he's 13 so he's like starting to I'm sure understand you know what well I don't consider marijuana a drug I don't know why Mm -hmm. right it's a plant but (laughs) people will argue He's starting to probably understand, but for the other ones, they don't, they don't even know anything about any of that yet, mm-hmm. but it's like, can you give any advice to anyone out there, including myself on how to maybe talk about that to your kids? Because, you know, I feel like yeah. school, in schools, at least whenever I was little, like I remember them coming around, like bashing everything, including, mm-hmm. including cannabis, right? And yep. almost like instilling like the fear of God in you that if you know somebody who does this, that they're terrible, which I get yeah. the man-made shit, but like, I don't understand the plant thing. So I would love to hear your maybe two cents on how to approach some conversations, you know, with younger people, I guess, because mm-hmm. I don't feel like we get the right education out about cannabis to begin with. Absolutely. Yeah. So once again, as someone who is from California, I have seen weed, so much weed in my life. And um, as someone who is also an entrepreneur who juggles a lot of hats and also is a very proud advocate for marijuana, I would just suggest being honest with your kids. (laughs) about their consumption of pot. Obviously, we're not giving it to 13-year-olds, but they're going to start to learn about it and their friends are going to talk about it and they're going to hear about it in songs and they're going to be curious. 
So transparency is key. Number one. Um, number two is actually sitting down and when, you know, things do get to the stage, if you decide as a parent that consumption is something that you allow, actually showcasing the plant, taking your kids to real dispensaries and showing them how their pot should look. Um, I surprisingly had my mother go ahead and do that. And I didn't understand that it was for not only my personal, you know, um, knowledge, but also safety, because when you're getting this stuff off the street, it's not as safe. So um, there are a lot of moving parts to um, marijuana consumption. And the first thing is just really opening up and and being real. Your kids are going to learn about weed. They're going to be around weed. So the more honest you can be, the more real about the conversation you are, the better. That I will say, because I am someone who um, had really open parents and they really spoke to me about, you know, the dangers of it and how to keep myself safe. So that's a big deal because we're seeing a lot of um, odd things happening on the streets. So got to protect your kids. Yeah. And I honestly, I feel like that's all the more reason for it to be legal so that it's, I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah. What is the word? Um, What in the world is the word I'm looking for? Regulated. That's the one, you know? Yeah. So that kids, it just, there has to be a better way to present it in some, some States. Like I said, in Mississippi, um, we voted on it this past election for um for medicinal reasons you know and mm-hmm. they found of course found like a loophole and we had to vote on it right. like, all, all over again and so I mean I guess just it's one of those things people are stuck in their ways but maybe yeah. not properly educated on it and I think a lot of people still think it's like you know this whole gateway drug or something and I feel <laughs> Like you couldn't be more far, like farther from the truth. Um, That's bullshit. Yeah. From the times that I consumed it, first off, I grew up in an environment where drugs were heavily used. And so I've seen, I've seen what drugs do to people. I mean, people have lost their lives around me, you know, and not once have I ever been around a family member or a friend who they strictly only smoke weed and felt endangered or felt like right. they were going to do something. <laughs> like the only thing I ever experienced was they were just like chill as fuck and wanted all the munchies. And that's about it. Yes. Happy as hell looking for some food. So a little grass ain't never hurt nobody. And that's what a lot of Gen Z and the younger generations are trying to communicate is I mean, me personally, I get some of the most complex and intricate ideas from consuming cannabis recreationally. And I just think that the more we have those types of conversations, I'm not saying that everybody has to go and do this shit, but if we have more conversations like that, creators will feel less shameful 
you know, as, as admitting that they smoke pot, like it can be an open thing and that creates more dialogue that creates more movement, more laws can be passed because we're having these open conversations about all of this goodness that we already know that lawmakers may not really be open to hearing, but the streets got to talk. That's the way it works. There we go. I thought I unmuted and then I did, but I thought I didn't. If that makes any sense. You're back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> back. Yeah, you have a lot of good insights. I yeah. I long to see the day where it's more accepted and pretty much everywhere. Um, I feel like Mississippi especially is just so behind the times because it, first mm-hmm. off, as an entrepreneur. I see such potential, like it would help the economy so much. It would give jobs. I mean, but also, so I'm like, really, I I steer clear from pharmaceuticals. I often, I always try to find some kind of herbal remedy, you know, like my husband, he always, he he messes with me. He's like, fucking hippies. Just messes. (laughs) He knows, he knows that I prefer to like not ingest things that are right. that are lab made which i know that the weed these days is very like down to a science and i know that it's you know they don't just stick it in the earth and do it quite like they used to but it just makes so much more sense to me for that to be such an accessible option to people with ailments instead of like just all these pharmaceuticals that are creating such dependencies not only dependencies but I mean, ruining their organs and then you need like one pharmaceutical to help with the symptoms from the other pharmaceutical. And it just, I don't know, I guess not everybody thinks that way, but Mm -hmm. it just makes so much more sense to me for that. Yeah. Just to talk, like you said, just like talk about it, make it normal to talk about it, shaming it so much because I definitely see how it could be extremely helpful creating especially if you have a really anxious mind you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for sure yeah the interesting thing is that a lot of the market is regulated from sea to sale so they kind of have to track the growth of the plant from the moment it is a seed to when it is sold so it's it's a very intricate process um, so they're definitely sticking in, sticking it in something. It got to go somewhere because they're they got to track this stuff. But um, in terms of you know the conversation that needs to be had, it is a huge revenue driver for a lot of states, and it does bring in a lot of money. So that is one of the pros that people can use to bring awareness as far as the legalization of it. Uh, for us in my little camp in my agency, I think that we do talk a lot about the marketing within the cannabis industry because that can also be difficult because with the stigma, even if cannabis is legal in your state, it's still federally, there's a lot going on. So you can't necessarily use traditional advertisers like Google and 
uh, Facebook and all these other things. So you kind of have to be, this is an industry that's very challenging because it's one where you have to be creative, um, so, which is ironic. It, it just all really does fit. And having these types of conversations, especially in these, like you said, is want to come for being a woman who is having an outlet for one more. It is a component that is further bold and not only that but we're bold enough to say hey I want to open up for you so oh my goodness all such good information I'm over here laughing like trying so hard to keep my shit together he's over here just making the yes he's making the weirdest noises right now it's so funny when he's like kicking his little feet I'm here for it. <laughs> He's digging it. He's digging the conversation. So what else? What else? Baby's going to grow up in something dope. What was that? Uh-oh. I said, happy little baby. He's going to grow up in Okay, we good. I think we're good now. I don't know. We're back on. I never have this problem. I don't know what's going hmm. on. So yeah, no, he's a happy little baby. Happy baby. Yeah. So what else is going on in your world before we go? Yeah, just just working, building up this agency and, and doing my best to bring once again awareness to um not only the cannabis world, but just marketing and branding in general. Um, I want business owners and people like you to be educated on how best to stand out online on their computer screen, how to create money. Um, so if you guys want to come and hang out and learn more, my website is DGDW Media house.com and there is a blog that you guys can read to get all of the best tips on how to get seen and how to get heard online so yeah oh I love it I can't wait to go look at all that I haven't gotten the chance to look at it yet absolutely beautiful it's been so good talking to you um we may have to do another episode sometime when he's not awake because he's being a little shit right now (laughs) it's okay if he if he wants to just talk his shit forever he can (laughs) oh my god i mean he's like he's acting crazy absolutely crazy it could have something to do with that i had like three interviews before you and he's just (laughs) okay He's sick of it. He's like, okay, it's time to go. Let's go play. He's being so funny. So so funny. If you were on the if you were on the screen, he'd just be sitting here looking at, <laughs> just looking at you in amazement. Right. Right. I'm sure. Yeah. But, so too cute. 
Uh huh. Such a handful, though. Such a handful. But it's mm-hmm. such a joy, such a joy talking with you. I I would like to, if you're ever interested in talking a little bit more, whenever I'm a little less distracted. Um, that would be so much fun. And um, I just encourage everybody listening to to go look at her stuff. Um, I know marketing is such a huge component to every business. It's actually what I coach people with and on is their marketing and organic lead generation and stuff like that. And so um, done for you Mm -hmm. services are so huge. (laughs) So many people just don't, don't have the time for it or just don't understand it. You know, a lot of people aren't passionate about it. And so I'm like, I'm full like gung-ho on hiring help and asking for help. And so I encourage anybody listening help to go check that out. And I just think it's so awesome that you are bringing all of this to to the light and helping normalize, you know, the cannabis nature that some people have. And I, I think it's beautiful how, you know, you're also speaking up about merging it with your, creativity and with your work because yeah I think it's a beautiful thing it's absolutely beautiful I mean it's it comes from the fucking earth like how cool is that <laughs> right it's such a magical plant so um I just we try to use language that doesn't stigmatize it makes it normal smoke pot smoke pot smoke pot every day so with that being said Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on, little baby. And um, if you need to bring me back on and re-record, I will definitely make some time. But it happened just out of this stuff. So thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm always looking for a reason to talk with somebody more than once and stuff. This episode will be awesome nonetheless. I like to lead by example. And in my world, shit like this happens. You know, the babies crash, crash my calls and crash my meetings. And we carry on anyway, because it's just, it's just how things work out in my world. Um, as a, I mean, as a mom, a mom entrepreneur, it's kind of hard to escape it, you know? And so, um, but yeah, thank you so much. This has been, it's been wonderful. And you have such a soothing, calm voice. So that is all folks. Thank you so much. And we will see you soon.